Welcome to the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. Um, we are back. Hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, gotta watch those three incredible games. <laughs> um, Bears, Lions, all-timer. <laughs> Bills. Quick shout-out to the Bills before we get into today's show. Hey, there's a win, right? There's a legit win. We've I've went over the Bills schedule time and time again. I've doubted Josh Allen time and time again. Um, I've always credited their defense. I think their defense is good. Um, it's really good. Um, they have a lot of underrated players on there. Micah High, Jerry Hughes, like, um, some, those are some really underrated, really good players. Defense has always been good, but to see them go have a win like that, that's easily, easily their best win of the season. Um, Dallas with the coaching stuff, and there are some flaws with that team, even as, good as the roster talent is and I think it's mainly on the coaching side but that's a good win I mean that's a good win for Buffalo they got their they're nine and three now um and that'll transition transition us into kind of the opening segment um so it's almost like an annual holiday for me at this point when they release the playoff machine on ESPN I just go through it all time and time again over and over just seeing you know, which win games are coming up, what, who has what tiebreaker. I mean, all sorts of things. Um, so I, I ran it out as fairly and as truly as I thought it would go. I played out the rest of the season. Um, and I have, and I'm going to, for the opening, we're going to go over the six teams I have in each conference, who I have been playing, seeds, all that. Um and reasoning and hit on those teams and just have a large discussion of actual playoff teams here. And then on the second half, we're going to um, do, do the picks for this week. So, yeah. Um, so let's just get right in. On the AFC side, I had New England as the one seed at 15-1. and one. Um, I don't have them losing again. Look, as sloppy as New England has looked at times, and my God, has have they looked bad on offense. Their defense is really good. I know they have KC coming up, but other than that, they don't have a game where it's like they're at Houston this week and then they play KC and then they go to Cincy and then they get Buffalo at home. So um, they have three hard games, three difficult games left that I guess they could lose. Um, We will get to New England later on the picks for this week, but I just am going to take them. They get KC at home. Maybe if they even if they drop another one, I don't think Baltimore is going to run the slate either. So I think New England's going to be your one seed. I have them at fifteen and one. Um, I have the Ravens as the two seed at thirteen and three. Um, this team looks incredible right now. They they look so dominant. Um, so I have them as a two, and that's going to be your top two, right? I mean, no, I don't think. I don't think the Chiefs or the Texans are going to get a, are going to be a buy team. I think those are your two buy teams in the AFC, and in whatever order it ends up, it shakes out. I think those are going to be your two buy teams. Um, so you, uh, wild card matchups. My three six is Kansas City hosting Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh, the defense is legit. Um, they're going to. Hodges now. Rudolph is on the bench. The defense is legit. We know that. Uh, they have a lot of talent on that side of the ball and a lot of young players that are uh, putting it all together and then some steady veterans. 
Um, and the coaching has been great with Tomlin. So as bad as they are at quarterback, I think the schedule's where it is. I mean, you look at Pittsburgh's schedule. They have Cleveland this week, right? It, like I think, and it's in Pittsburgh. The line's up to Cleveland by two and a half. I just don't like going against Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. I mean, Cleveland could win that game, but Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. So I had them winning that in this game. And then they're at Arizona. They're home for Buffalo. They're at the Jets. And they're at Baltimore. So like, and who knows, Baltimore might not even need that week 17 game. So the schedule's not hard at all. And the defense and the coaching and the infrastructure they have is kind of what pushes them over the top to me. I had Cleveland finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, They're starting to get going here. They're very much alive. <clears throat> um, so I had, yeah, Cle- so Cleveland was in the race but just couldn't make it. And then, so I have Pittsburgh at KC as your 6-3 in the AFC. For your 4-5, I have Houston hosting Buffalo. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, but Buffalo getting to, to nine wins, even as tough as the schedule may be, because it, it toughens up here for Buffalo. They host Baltimore next. Um, and then and then they go to Pittsburgh. And then after that, so I mean, that's, I mean, this is also pl- coming off playing Dallas. So that's, it's, then Buffalo's at New England week 16. And Buffalo is then finishes up uh, versus the Jets, who are suddenly like resurgent, right? And gave them a game in week one. Um, there's no guarantees there at all. That schedule is really hard, but they just they just need to get one more. Like if they get one more, <clears throat> they're gonna be in the in the playoffs. So that was a huge win. Now they just gotta find a way to get another one. It's crazy to say this, but I don't think it's out of the question for Buffalo to lose out um, and miss it. Like, I still think I have Buffalo in because I don't think they're going to lose out. They just need one more to be in. But I don't think it's I don't think it's a crazy scenario where Buffalo loses out because they're only going to be favored in one of those games. Maybe it's close at Pittsburgh, like to a pick or maybe they're one point dog or one point favorite or whatever, but they're going to be underdogs in three of their next five. <clears throat> um, actually four of their, two of their next three of their next four. They're going to be dogs. I'd imagine. So, and then the Jets, like I said, are playing better. So Buffalo, not out, not not out of the dark yet, but that was a massive win because now they just need one more. So yeah, that's that's who I have in the AFC. Uh, that the South, um, the win for Houston was huge over Indy. Obviously, the call at the end was a disaster. The non-review, the non-call, that looked the ball looked to be out there. That's a huge call, but I, I do think Houston's the better team there. Um, so I have them at 10 and 6 and being the four seed. I have Indy missing by a game. Indy, Indy's just a team that can beat anyone or lose to anyone. Indy is home for Tennessee where they're two and a half point favorites this week. We'll get to that game later um, in picks. Uh, then they're at Tampa who – 
is the ultimate wild card. Who knows what's going to happen in any Tampa game. Then they're at, at New Orleans in a game that New Orleans is going to need. Um, and then they are home for Carolina where who knows what team you'll get by then, week 16. And then they're at Jacksonville, who they just beat pretty easily a few weeks ago, but still um, that's a divisional matchup, and those games have been close before. So, like, they're, they're <clears throat> the schedule doesn't have – like, other than at New Orleans, they're all winnable games for Indy, but Indy just – they're just so unimpressive. Jacoby's not healthy. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year, but still going to be impressive considering they lost – their starting quarterback two weeks before the season. Tennessee, who's now resurgent with Tannehill, four and one with Tannehill. Um, this is a this is a massive game for them because this week, obviously, if they can go into Indy and win, they're just going to put themselves in a position to leapfrog them. I, um, I, I don't know. That's that's a toss up. They have and so Tennessee, their next two weeks. There's these are their two big games that will determine their fate. They're they're at Indy and then they're at Oakland and then it softens up a bit. Well, not softens up because they're still home for Houston. But that game's in at home. Then they're home for New Orleans. This, the Titans' schedule's brutal here, and then they finish at Houston. So they don't have another easy game. As good as RT's played, and he's played really well. And as much as there's some parts of this Tennessee team I like, it just seems like it's going to be too little, too late for them. But hey, maybe not. We'll see. They're in this, but I have them missing out ultimately. Oakland, the other team I have missing out. That's a killer loss to the Jets because now you're at KC or you're double-digit dogs, um, and then you're going to be home for Tennessee. That might be a loser leaves town match. Um, then and then they are home for Jacksonville. Then they're at the Chargers. Who knows? That's basically a home game for them. But still, who knows? A lot of these AFC teams are wild cards. And then they're at Denver. So no easy games for them either. I have them at 9-7, and seven, Pittsburgh at 9-7. and seven. Pittsburgh has got the tiebreaker over a lot of these teams, honestly. They have it over Indy because of the head-to-head. They also have it over Oakland. Um, and that Buffalo game, they could get it over Buffalo with a win there. So, like, Pittsburgh has a chance to – with the defense, the coach, the infrastructure, also just own all these tiebreakers with these teams in contention. So they're just going to put themselves in a spot where I think they're going to be on wildcard weekend. Um, and, all, and none of this even matters what we talked about for the last five, seven minutes because it's going to be New England first Baltimore or New England at Baltimore, however it shakes out. And that's going to be your championship game. None of this matters. I, 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 I respect Mahomes enough to throw the Chiefs in contention, but as well as Baltimore's playing, and as much as you got to give New England the benefit of the doubt, I can't pick them over either of those teams right now. I think you're going to get New England and Baltimore, and the winner will go to the Super Bowl. And man, Baltimore looks awesome right now. Um, let's move over to the NFC here. And this one might sound a little crazy, but it's how I see it playing out. I have the Saints as the one seed. They're thir- I have them going 13-3, and three, only dropping one more. Um, the Saints, nine sacks yesterday against the Falcons. The Falcons, I had Falcons plus 10. Amazing backdoor with the onside kicks and everything. So I appreciate that. But that game wasn't ever close. It was the Saints all the way. Um, Saints get San Francisco next week, but it's in the Dome where they just – 
it's so hard to pick against the Saints in the Dome. Then they got the Colts, but that's at home too. They go to Tennessee, and they finish up at Carolina. But, like, again, who knows what's going to be going on with Carolina by then. I think they they have the schedule advantage for sure, especially when we get to San Francisco. Um, so I have, and they have the tiebreaker over Seattle because they beat them head to head. So with Teddy, so yeah, I mean, I have them as the one seed. I have actually Seattle as the two seed, um, which is crazy because I think the Niners might be the best team in the league. But I just the Niners' schedule is so brutal. They go to Baltimore. And then they go to New Orleans. They get the Falcons at home. Finally lightens up. And they get the Rams at home. So, like, it lightens up there for two at home. But then they go to Seattle, which I think will be for a bye and the division. And it's crazy. As good as I think San Francisco is, I have them on the road in round one because of the schedule. And just Seattle's amazing ability to win every single close game imaginable. Um, Seattle, on the other hand, they play a massive game playoff implication wise, uh, this week on Monday night when Minnesota, they go to Seattle, Minnesota coming off the bye, Seattle favored by three in that game. Then they go to the Rams. They have that crazy Thursday night game against the Rams, but the Rams have completely fallen apart. Panthers again at Carolina. These teams are catching Carolina at the right time. Last week was Carolina's Super Bowl. Their kicker fucked it up. Their season's over. Who knows where they're going to go from here and where they're going to what they're going to do with their head coach. Um, but then they're so Seattle's at there at Carolina, and then they're home for Arizona, and then they get the Niners at home. So like, whereas the Niners' easy games are at home and their hard games are on the road, the Seahawks have their hard games at home and their easy games on the road, and they're so good at home still such a scary place to go into so i have them as the two i have green bay as the three um i was over the green bay thing uh on last on the last pod we did um so if you want to go if you haven't checked that one out please go check that out i went over all that i have them as the three and the all the reasons i said are on that one it uh, it's long-winded and i don't um, feel like I'm already running a little long on this, but uh, anyway, so I have them as the three. I have Philly as the four. Again, I went over this on the last one too. I had Philly for the East even before Dallas went and laid a total egg against the Bills yesterday. Um, so I have Philly as the four. I, I Phillies look terrible, but they have the benefit of the doubt to me because of their past success and the, just the level of respect I have for the roster on the people that put together the roster in, in Philly. Um, so I have them as the four. They have a cakewalk of a schedule. Um, they're home. They're at Miami. They're road, road double-digit favorites this week at Miami. Um, then they go to the Giants. They're going to be double-digit favorites again where they're home first the Giants there. Then it's their, then they're at Washington. So they're going to be double-digit favorites here in three their next three games. Um, and then it's their big game, and it's Dallas in Philly. And like I said on the last pot I did, I think I give the edge to Philly. I, Philly's earned it with me. I'm going to give them a bit of the doubt at home with the season on the line. Um, so I have them. I, I have Philly in the East as the four seed. I have San Fran as the 12-4 and four team. Went over why. I, I, they're the best. They're... 
they're the best team in the league right now. Uh, maybe Baltimore, but it's them or Baltimore. Um, that, that's an incredible matchup this week. Um, but the schedule's so brutal, and the games aren't where they need to be for them. They're they're at the Ravens this week. They're at New Orleans next week, and they're at Seattle. So all three of their big games are on the road. Um, that's what I think pushes them down to the wild card, which is crazy to think because right now they look like the best team in the league, them or Baltimore. So that's where I have them. The sixth seed, I have, I have Minnesota. Um, Minnesota, 12-4, and four, again, reasoning on the last show. But uh, just quickly on, I guess, why that is. Green Bay has a – they're like Philly where they have a cakewalk of the schedule. They're at the Giants this week, seven-point favorites. They're home for Washington next week where they'll be big favorites. They're home for the Bears who I know they're 6-6, six and six, but come on, they're going to be a touchdown favorite in that game. Then it's their big game the same week as is, is Dallas-Philly where they go to Minnesota. And then they have the Lions. They go to Detroit, but – Detroit, they're three, eight, and one right now. Their season's over. They're going to shut it down by then. They're going to be big favorites in that game. So, if Green Bay, if if Green Bay just takes care of those games, they've won the North because of the tiebreakers. Even if Minnesota wins Week 16, Green Bay will still have the North. So, um, so yeah, I think I think that's the six in the in the NFC. Um, the depth of the NFC is incredible. The other teams even in play. Rams, it's it's over, it's over with the Rams. Bears schedule's hard. It's it's tough still, and I know Trubisky played actually decent yesterday, but they barely beat the Lions, who were playing their third string quarterback. Um, no one else is really in play. Like this is yeah. I mean this is these are gonna be your six. I think regard. I mean maybe Dallas can win at Philly, and then they'll be that. But it's gonna be these five. New Orleans, Seattle, Green Bay, San, San Francisco, Minnesota, and then the NFC East winner. That's going to be your AFC. Um, if this was just times-wise real quick, just because I'm probably the only person that cares about this, but I love the times, like the times of the games. You look at this, if this was your wild card, so you in the AFC side you have Pittsburgh at KC, two big fan bases there, um, and you have Buffalo at Houston. And then you have Minnesota at Green Bay and San Francisco at Philadelphia in this hypothetical world that I played out on the playoff machine. Times-wise, Bills at Texans, that's your 240 mountain time um, first wild card game, right? The Saturday game, the Saturday afternoon. And then I think they'd go, they'd go San Francisco, Philly that Sunday, that Saturday night. To put those two, another two big fan bases in in prime time, then they go Pittsburgh, KC, the early Sunday game, and then you'd go Minnesota at Green Bay, the late afternoon Fox game with Buck and Aikman and the whole thing. Maybe Buck and Aikman go to San Francisco, Philly, but that's what I think the times would be. So that's that's who I have right now, and it's 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 an interesting race and. Uh, the depth of the NFC is pretty crazy with the how good these teams are. Um, then the AFC is kind of the opposite. It gets pretty weak. But, hey, credit to the Bills. That, that was the most impressive they've looked to me. And Josh Allen was good. He was good. So credit to them. They're, they just need one more, and they're going to be in like we went over there. So, yeah, that's kind of what I think on that. Um, transitioning to week 13, man, the season just flies by. 
picks. Um, last week, last week, how do we even do last week? Last week we went three and three. And it, I mean, we lose on Eagles minus one and a half. The Eagles look terrible, but still, like I said, they're in good position. One on Carolina plus nine and a half. They should have won the game outright. We lost on Lions minus three and a half. They lose to the Skins. Like, come on, Detroit. We lose Steelers six and a half. We went on Titans minus three. And we went on Ravens minus three. The Ravens one was the easiest one I've maybe ever had. <laughs> like, that one was so easy. Um, just complete and total domination by Baltimore. Um, so, yeah, we got six more coming at you this week. Um, record on the year. Um, I always have trouble finding this. One second. Okay, I don't know my record on the year, but I'm pretty sure we're still over 500, probably by like nine or ten games. So decent still. Um, so six more this week. Let's start off with Washington getting ten points against the Carolina Panthers. It's never fun to pick Washington because they're obviously atrocious, but Carolina coming off a game where it was their kitchen sink game, it was their Super Bowl, where they that was everything, you know, beat a division rival where your season's probably over anyway, but that'll give you a glimmer of hope against that team. Just throw it all out there. You lose the way you do. I think it's hard to then turn around and get up for a team like Washington. And Washington's defense isn't horrible, so they can keep this somewhat close, especially if Allen makes some mistakes, which we know and he's we know he's prone to do. Um, so I like Washington plus 10 here on the road as the first pick. And yeah, I just think that it'll be a close game or there, at least for a while. Washington can stick around the second, second pick. I have, I got it at Tampa plus one. It's now the money's definitely come in our favor. It's now Tampa minus two and a half. Um, I got it at one. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Jags. I'm, I'm rolling with Tampa, Tampa. A nice win over over Atlanta this last week. Um, Atlanta had been playing decently up to that point. Um, Jameis, a total wild card, like I said. Anything can happen on when Jameis drops back to pass. Um, <clears throat> but getting, getting them at plus one, they're just a better team than Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the last two weeks, have got embarrassed by division rivals. Their season's over. And that's why, again, it's hard to just emotionally turn around and be like, we just played two division rivals. We got our teeth kicked in both games. And now we come play a non-even non conference opponent. It's just harder to get up for those games, especially when, like, your season's over. So I, I, I got Tampa plus one. Take it at two and a half, I guess, because I, I think Tampa is a nice spot for Tampa. Um, that's the second pick. Third pick, said we get to it, Pats minus three at Houston. Pats have had incredible success against Houston. I don't remember when Houston's ever beat them. New England just owns them. Um, I got New England minus three. Just New England, you never can feel dumb taking them. They're always probably the smart pick, and we're, we're getting them here at a field goal. 
where, man, I just could see them going on the road and, and silencing that crowd. I mean, they win there all the time. They own Houston, New England minus three, lock it in. Said we get to this one too. It's the Tennessee Titans plus two and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. Titans are just a better team right now. And Vegas thinks that they don't even give they don't even give Indy the full three at home. The Titans are just a better, more talented team right now. Indy has had incredible success against the division, especially at home. So it's a little concerning there. But the the Titans, they're four and one. They're four and one with Tannehill. And and it's it's not even like it's been a cakewalk. They've beaten some good teams. You so they were three and five, and in comes in comes Tannehill after they go they lose to the Broncos sixteen to zero. They beat the Chargers by three. They beat the Bucks by seven. They beat Carolina. They lose to Carolina by ten in Carolina. Then they beat the Chiefs at home, and then. They beat, they smoke the Jaguars. Like they're, they're, that's, that's, that's a decent schedule right there. And they, they, they're four and one. And Indy just, every Indy game is close. I think Tennessee wins the game right now because they're healthier and they're better. They're just better. And Vegas didn't even give Indy the full three. I'm, I'm with it. I, I think it's the right call. And Tennessee plus two and a half is the second, is the fourth pick. Um, the next pick, the suddenly resurgent New York Jets at the Cincinnati Bengals. We have the Jets at minus three and a half here. The Jets, Sam Darnold in his last three games has nine touchdowns and one pick. I believed in Darnold. I didn't love Darnold pre-draft, um, but after his rookie year, I, I liked Darnold. I, I changed my opinion. I, I thought he was I thought he was really good, going to be really good, and and he has nine touchdowns and one pick in his last three games. He had the weird start to the season with, with just the terrible loss to Buffalo. Then he gets mono for God's sakes, and but ever since he came back and, and after the ghost comments, when the Pats embarrassed him, he's been pretty good. And for a second year guy with a coach that I don't think helps him out much in Adam Gase. You got to be happy with that if you're a Jets fan. I, I like Darnold. The the line's down to three. I'm seeing it now. But still, I, obviously, I like it. I got it at three and a half. I think the Jets um, win again suddenly because somehow they're four and seven. And I think they go to they go to f- five and seven um, this week. So, yeah. Um, then the sixth, and f- the sixth and final pick of the week, I have the Oakland Raiders plus 10 against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, uh, it's Chiefs to 10.5 now. Um, maybe that's safer anyway. You know, maybe it's just a 10-point game. But, um, but hey, look, they have Jacobs still. They have a good old line. I know they completely no-showed against the Raiders, but Kansas City's defense has shown all year that they'll let these teams back in. The Chargers were driving down to tie the game at least or that to tie the game um, and then Rivers throws the pick but still the Chargers were in that game the Chargers moved the ball at will against the Chiefs defense but the Chiefs got turnovers um, Carr outs- I mean Oakland has been legit good last week that was what made last week uh, uh, this year that's what made last week so surprising they've been legit good this year um, Casey smoked them in Oakland but now Oakland's got more under their feet now. 
they can they can run with Jacobs. They can keep this close. I don't think they have any shot in hell of stopping Mahomes, but they can keep this close. And plus ten always leaves you open to the back door. This is Oakland's season. I don't have Oakland then. I have them at nine and seven. A win like this would literally put them in, and it's it's that close. So I I think. I think that this is a kitchen sink game for them. I think divisional matchups, you know, you always kind of want to take the points there. Um, so I got Oakland plus 10 and a half. And, and yeah, so that's the six picks. Um, just to go over them again, it's Washington plus 10. It's Tampa plus one. It's New England minus three. Tennessee plus two and a half. Jets minus three and a half. And Oakland plus 10. Um, those are the six picks for this week. Um, and that's going to do it for another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. This show is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. If you're looking to start a podcast, sign up with Anchor for free and they will walk you through every step. Um, where to post your podcast, how to post your podcast, how to promote your podcast, how to get your podcast on all the platforms. Anchor walks you through all that. Um, They're the best way to start record and do a podcast and also listen to a podcast you search in anchor you can find any podcast we thank them for sponsoring today's show um and also if you could swing by itunes and give us a rating and review that really helps out it's crazy how much that stuff helps out but it really does if you do that be really appreciated five star rating and then leave a review what you like about the show what you don't like about the show um what you'd want to listen to more what you'd suggest just anything anything on the reviews would be appreciated we thank you guys for listening um that's gonna do it peace